Welcome to the Sacred Soul Podcast. Your soul is sacred. Your soul is sacred. Your soul is so sacred. I'm your host, Vanessa Soul. Welcome to the Sacred Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Soul. Thank you so much for being here. I truly, truly appreciate you tuning in. And if you can do me a favor and share this episode or any other episode for that matter with two people. Um, so in the most valuable episode to you so far, share that one. If it happens to be this one, share it with two people. If it was the last one I did, share it with two people. That would really um, help me get my voice out there so that people know that this show exists and they can join in on some of these incredible conversations that were happening that are changing the collective consciousness and planting seeds for transmutation and alchemy on a global scale. All right, friend. So today I want to talk about triggers, using discomfort as a tool for growth using discomfort as a tool for growth. And let's just define what a trigger is really quick. Um, you know, a trigger is is something that makes someone uncomfortable uh, due to their own personal wounds or limitations. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't look that up. That one just kind of, <laughs> I think that's my intuitive definition of it unless I channel that one could be, it happens all the time, but that's, that's how I'm going to define triggers for today is when someone is uncomfortable due to their own wounds or limitations. Now, what triggers, I'm not talking about triggers in the sense of someone gaslighting you, although that could be very triggering, but gaslighting is a, it's a, a little bit, it's an aggressive incoming energy you know, whether it's wrapped up in denial or it, it has a manipulative or oppressive agenda, gaslighting. Um, and, or, and I'm not talking about verbal abuse, although it's triggering within, it's jarring, right? To receive uh, verbal abuse. But again, that person who is um, doing the verbal abuse, that it's, they're wounded within what they're doing. It's a wounded action. Same thing with gaslighting. It's a wounded action, right? So when I'm talking about triggers in this episode, I'm not talking about the person who is sharing, right? Who delivers the, the thing that ends up being uncomfortable or triggering. It's not coming from a wounded action. It's just who they are. It's just natural, right? It's just like, it's, it's just kind of like, who they are being in the moment. It's not meant to be verbally abusive. It's not meant to be gaslighting. It's just them sharing their perspective or their belief or their opinion. And then all of a sudden it triggers uh, the other person and that person is really uncomfortable because it uh, kind of touches on, it kind of illuminates their own personal wounds or limitations. And then they're they're upset <laughs> or they disapprove of the person who was just being themselves, of the person that was just sharing their opinion, right? So person A, and for this example, is the person that delivered the trigger just by being themselves, right? 
And then person B is the one who uh, is gets really uncomfortable and um, and it, it it illuminates their own wounds and limitations. Now people could disagree with someone without being triggered. I disagree with people all the time and I'm not and I'm not triggered by the thing. It's just like, oh yeah, that's not my preference. I'm on a different page. Okay, cool, right? But I could still participate in the conversation with them. So the thing about triggers, and I think it's so important to talk about, especially in the age of, of social media, is because um, it's like if you're just being yourself and doing your thing and you happen to trigger someone, it's just like they they come, they treat you like a villain and they come after you, right? But because I'm a proponent of transparency and honesty and the authentic self, the authentic self, be your authentic self at all costs, even if it means you're going to trigger people. Be your authentic self at all costs, friend. And yes, you're going to trigger people. Yes, it's going to make people uncomfortable for several reasons. Yes, they're going to, to disapprove. Yes, you might feel rejection. But that's okay. Allow yourself to move through the discomfort of someone else being triggered. That's another half of the, the puzzle that I didn't really think about be before this podcast episode. And that, that part is just unfolding right now. It's not even in my notes. <laughs> but it's like person A is just being themselves. Person B gets triggered. And then person A f is, is uh, so uncomfortable that person B got triggered. No, let them let them sit in their discomfort. You opened up a wound within them, but not intentionally. You are just being you. But we're all mirrors of each other. We are all reflecting back to each other, each other, <laughs> especially in romantic relationships. People, people sometimes if they have the intention, people can really, really grow on a soul level being in a, a romantic relationship. Um, you could do it without, but you could really do it in a romantic, romantic relationship. Why? Because typically the two people in the relationship are mirroring back to each other, their insecurities, mirroring their fears, just mirroring, 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 even the good stuff, mirroring it back, mirroring it back. I mean, power couples, what are they doing? They're mirroring back to each other, like their sovereignty and their ambition and their inspiration and da, 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 da. And they both empower each other the power couples. So they're mirroring each other and then they're both, they're filling up their cups first. Yes. But then they're both filling up each other's cups just by mirroring each other. Right. And then on the, on the flip side, on a lower vibration, you know, couples who are just, you know, I don't know, I guess I don't get the terms, but people are like, Oh my God, that was my Tim, my twin flame put me through so much crap. <laughs> just like, Okay, dear, that doesn't sound like a twin flame. That sounds like a karmic relationship <laughs> that you have to clean up, clean up some of your karma, or it sounds like a trauma bond, but whatever, call it what you want to call it. But guess what? Even in a trauma bond, people are mirroring e each other's, right? The, the limitations that they have, the abandonment issues that they have, the fear of intimacy, the fear of being seen, the fear of being heard, the codependence, like all of it. They're just mirroring it back. So we are all mirrors to each other. So the next time you get triggered and you have that discomfort, just allow yourself to breathe through it, number one, and then get curious. Start to observe your thoughts in that moment and get curious. Like, oh, this is interesting. I'm 
I'm triggered right now. And then you don't have to do it in the moment because you might be busy. You might be in a conversation. You might be at a, uh, a seminar. You might be at a conference. You might be in a meeting. Da, 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 doesn't matter. Make a note of it. And then you can go back and unpack that later. And even if you have time in the moment, most of us don't really have clarity in the moment of what's going on. We actually just need to put the thing on the back burner and come back to it like a day or two later. And then we'll, we have a bigger perspective of what, why we were triggered or what happened. But the key is go back to it because your tool for growth is within that trigger. And a lot of us, you know, we listen to, we, we intake so much information. We listen to podcasts and books and we watch our favorite people on social media. And like, we get all this insight, all this insight. And all of that is very powerful. But at the same time, your own insight could be just as powerful and your own insight can come from your experiences and your own insight can come from the things that are uncomfortable in you, uh, uncomfortable in your life. And also the triggers that are happening between you and other people because that will show you a lot about yourself and it will show you what you need to work on. And it will show you where you need to give yourself love and attention, where you need to forgive yourself, where you need to, to decide how you feel about something. Sometimes people are triggered because they just haven't decided what's, what stance they're going to take. So using triggers as a tool so hopefully that gives you an understanding of what we're talking about with triggers, right? And we're not talking about like the, the person A that is putting out a wounded action, right? The gaslighting, the verbal abuse, that's different. We're just talking about triggers that just come, that the person B ends up, uh, they end up kind of realizing the wound, right? It's not coming from a wounded action, if that makes any sense. I really hope that lands. So now that you understand what we talk about triggers and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because people have a fear of triggering other people or they don't want to be triggered. But it's like, look, friend, we're not going to get anywhere if everyone doesn't want to be, uh, if everyone's fearful of discomfort, if no one wants to be triggered. Like just breathe through it, like find a way to move through it. And this brings me to my next segment, how to navigate triggers. Step one, have a trigger journal. You could put it in your phone. You could have it in writing. Doesn't matter where it's at. As long as it's somewhere where you will actually remember to access it and, and update it. And so every time you're triggered by something, put it in there. I was triggered by this. I kind of felt uncomfortable with this so-and-so was talking about their relationship and just sharing how their date night went. And I really realized like I was kind of triggered and I didn't know why, like, right. Like just kind of writing it out in a quick form. You don't have to do a big journaling process. You just write down that, like the actual trigger, like what were you triggered by? And just, that's it. And if you happen to know why, then put why. For instance, you know, sometimes people who just get out of breakups, they're really triggered when they see other couples like in love, right? And it's not that the other couples that are that are in love and having a great time and, and connecting, blah, 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 not that they're like, <laughs> you know, purposefully trying to make person B triggered by their love. It's just person B is working through the wound of going through the breakup, right? Or the divorce or whatever it is. And so- because they're still processing that wound, it's uncomfortable 
to see, you know, someone who's in the complete opposite position as them. And they're, they're not going to be like that forever. Just it's time sensitive, right? But that lets that person know, person B, that they still need to work through the the aftermath or the, the emotions of the breakup. They haven't cleared the emotions. They probably have stuck emotions still, if that's the case. So that's an example of a triggering thing. But I want to just talk about, you know, if someone's like, oh, your thing triggered me. You know, if someone comes to you with, with, <laughs> with, I, I guess that kind of, it's not complaining, but like they're, they're bringing it to you as if, as if you did something wrong, just because they got triggered by what you did. Just take a pause and just hold your ground. I mean, and if you want, if you're in the, the position, you could support them and ask them questions and get curious so that you could be that mirror and reflect back to them why they're being triggered. But by all means, friend, please don't suppress yourself or your message because you don't want to trigger people. And this is why I wanted to talk about this. This is why I wanted to talk about this. One of my recent episodes is I did on transparency. And I talked about the energy of transparency. I talked about why I am being transparent about my history because I did 10 years of sex work uh, before my real estate career and before my healing and coaching business. And, and now I'm coming out and being transparent about it. Well, guess what? That has been in the past year that I've been vocal about it. It's been very triggering for people. And I, I kind of, it, it didn't really phase me, but I saw so many people like trying to blame me for me being the trigger. Right. And it's like, look, I'm, I'm not promoting sex work. I'm not demonizing it. Like whether you partake in it or not, like, I'm not judging you. Like, you know, like this is not about, I'm not trying to, to shame other people. I'm just sharing my story because I'm a healer now. Like I've gained a lot of wisdom. I help a lot of people every day with really deep things, things that you can't even like imagine. Right. But how am I able to do that? Because I went through my own <laughs> uh, journey of, of darkness. So now I'm not phased by darkness. I enjoy it sometimes because I like to, I know how to navigate it. And, and it's a skill set that I have. Right. But um, going back to triggers, it's like me coming out about my story. And if you want to check out that episode, it's episode number three. It's I think it's called transparency. Why am I transparent about my past from sex worker to healer or something like that? Um, but, you know, in the beginning, I just saw a lot of people just, um, you know, obviously there was judgment. And I, if you listen to the episode, I just don't care. <laughs> like, my perception on judgments, it's like, no, I, I had, that's my boundary. I just don't receive judgments. I don't participate the, in them. And I definitely don't give them out. Um, we could have our preferences for ourselves, but when it comes to other people, um, nobody should be per projecting shame. Um, especially when there's, when it's, when there's no harm involved. Um, so yeah, I guess the caveat is I'm not, I'm not talking about someone who's murdered someone else here. Obviously that's a little bit of a different story. Um, I'm just, you know, just sharing stories, sharing who we are, sharing who, who we've been. That's, that's what I'm referring to right now. So anyway, keep a trigger journal, write it down. So you could always come back to it. 
And that alone, if you actually take that practice serious and do it for like a month, um, you're going to, you're going to be able to move through some things pretty quickly on your own. This is, that's a hack, you know, whether you have a, a, someone supporting you or guiding you, whether you have a coach or a mentor or a healer or da, 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 that's cool. If you have one, that's cool. If you don't, you should really do this practice because you'll be able to be your own coach and your own way shower with this trigger journal. And you'll be able to unpack your journal, your triggers. And even if you can't unpack them all the way, you'll at least be aware of what your triggers are. And that within itself is really powerful. Cool. So that's how you can navigate it. It's just having something as simple as a trigger journal. And the really important thing about using triggers as a tool is that you will grow. You will grow and grow and grow. And that's what, that's the juice to life, right? That's when we, we, we get this sensation of like just gratitude and thankfulness and, and accomplishment. When we can feel and see our growth, we're like, wow, I did it. I worked through it. I navigated it. And so do that with triggers and you will see that it's a portal for change. And if you're really on a growth journey, again, that is the fastest way to grow, right? Like writing down your triggers with coworkers or, or family or your wife or like whatever. And you don't have to unpack it with them if you don't want to. Again, this do the work on your own first. And then later, maybe that's an option. But I just wanted to reframe that triggers are a portal for growth. It is not something um, that that the other person is weaponizing, right? It's not an attack on who we are unless you allow it to be. But really, it's just mirroring to you where you need to show up for yourself where you need to do more healing, where you need to release old emotions. And expansion is on the other side, friend. You use that that trigger for for as a tool, boom, expansion. All right, that wraps up today's topic. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Please, again, share this podcast with just two friends. That's it just two people. In fact, maybe it's, maybe you, uh, send this to someone who's always getting triggered. (laughs) This might help them shift their perspective. Um, or if it's not this episode, try to send another one that you feel like offers value. And, uh, I would greatly appreciate uh, a podcast review If you have space for that, if you have a valuable review to offer, that would be amazing. If you got value from this episode, that would be amazing. All right. And we're going to go ahead and close out. And with each episode, I always end these episodes with taking a deep breath um, because my, my topics tend to be a little spicy or, or uh, maybe unexpected for some people too. So 
just kind of taking a breath. And when we take this breath together, really make sure that your belly expands all the way. That's how you can get a lot of air and then allow uh, yourself to slowly exhale. Take a breath with me on the count of three. One, two, three. And exhale.